We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. not enjoying life so much as poor little Cindy Lou Who. No, she's wondering where Christmas is at. Yeah. Which, why can't she find it? Yeah. Why has it gone away? Because she realizes Christmas in a lot of ways is ruled by capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, Cindy. Welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Spencer J. Huvier. How's it going, Elizabeth? <laughs> it's good, Spencer J. Huvier. <laughs> that one rhymed. I actually kind of like it, honestly. That, on, of all the names you've given yourself, I approve of this one <laughs> the most. <laughs> That's fun. Oh my gosh, we're getting into the holiday season. I know this is wild. Although I did already buy some Christmas presents, so really, yeah, <laughs> you're crazy. I'm still working on birthday presents. Oh my gosh! No, I mean I went on a trip and I, I saw some some things. And I was like, oh, X, Y, or Z would love this. Oh, that's so cool. I was like. It was a moment of opportunity and I took it. I feel like we just did Christmas. I mean, it was like three weeks ago when we recorded Holiday and watched Nightmare Before Christmas together. Right? That was like <laughs> almost a whole year ago now. That's insane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the year is just, ugh, it's going so quickly. I know. And I'm just like, I don't have time for anything. Also, fun, fun note to our listeners. Uh, we are recording this in like what? What month is it? August? It is August. It is, <laughs> it is August 21st. Fully 90 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> like no snow. No, nope, we're, nope. we're getting in the Christmas spirit though. We're doing our best. We are. And like I did. So, okay. So I got my first like Christmas presents of the season. Okay. She's trying. I, I also started my annual like Christmas list for other people. Like okay. I, I, I'm like, okay, who do I need to get presents for? And I usually start this like July, August, so I'm right on track. Okay, well, this is actually good <laughs> that we're recording this so far ahead because you could get me into these good habits. So when December yeah. actually comes, I'm not so far behind. Yeah. No, I even put like if there's like a certain group of people that I'm like like work people where I'm like, okay, I'll probably have to get them something. Yeah. I'll, I'll like make like a like little curated, like give all the people the same little like gift bag situation. So I start looking on sales for like that sort of stuff. I give myself a couple months mm. and, you know, list out like, okay, they're probably going to get I'm this. Gonna You're probably going to get this. Yeah. What should we get Daniel? Oh, that's a great question. He's, I feel like he's hard to shop for because he's definitely the kind of person who gets everything they want to get themselves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel likes cool, like 
techie stuff. That's true. But it's just usually stuff to make our podcast better, which feels yeah. self-serving in ways. <laughs> I mean, his Daniel. Christmas gift to us was these microphones. <laughs> right, exactly. And I feel like I have to like stuff it up. Yeah. It's fun getting gifts for, you know, our group of friends. Um, it is. But it's gone harder for me, actually. Like it used to be easy, but now I feel like I've just gotten everyone so many things. That I'm like, I'm not able to like top myself. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I'm like, I damn, I just got Daniel Christmas gift like two months ago. It seems like <laughs> I got to get another one now. Like <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know. I don't feel that way. All right. But well, yeah, you're a, also, you're a Christmas maven, you know? I fucking love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's sometimes a problem. Um, <laughs> like, I probably go a little too hard sometimes, but you know what? You're an inspiration to us all. Thank you. Yeah. I also tried, this is like the time of year, I'm a very crafty person, but I do not have the time to be crafty. So a lot of that comes out at Christmas. Right. Because I'm like, Oh my gosh, we should be wearing expected. the hats you made us last year. I Yeah. Yeah. Our next episode. Okay. Yeah. I would have to like climb up on top of my bookcase to get my hat. So <laughs> yeah. I'll have to walk into the hot sun to my garage to get <gasps> to the Christmas stuff. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like decorating. It's just, it's fun. Yeah, I'm It's excited. fun and nobody judges you. <laughs> no one judges you. No one judges. You can be as in, between the months of October and January, you can be as insane as you want and nobody's going to think twice about it. Right. I'm more of the Halloween insane person and you're definitely the insane person for, <laughs> for Christmas. For Christmas, yeah. <laughs> and I forgot to add Christmas on, you know, but I don't not like christmas i'm definitely not a grinch so to say i love christmas no. but um you're not a, a whovian yeah like me <laughs> you know who, who spends all year <laughs> you know who doesn't like christmas elizabeth i think we just established it is the grinch <laughs> this week we watched how the grinch stole christmas a classic a classic Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which I did not realize they that Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the complete title of this film oh. and was like low-key kind of confused when I looked it up on IMDb. Well, I'm glad you said that because I have to, you know, do all the information on the internet and stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, both hashtags, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will read us our summary before Elizabeth dives behind the wardrobe. In this live-action adaptation of the beloved children's tale by Dr. Seuss, the reclusive Grinch decides to ruin Christmas for the cheery citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his dog, Max, the Grinch comes down from his mountaintop home and sneaks into town to swipe everything holiday-related from the Who's. However... The bitter grump finds a hitch in his plans when he encounters the endearing Cindy Lou Who. And that is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes, it is. This movie is over 20 years old. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know what to tell you. There are going to be spoilers. Yeah. I actually don't believe you if you said you haven't seen this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's on every day. 
even yeah. not during Christmas. It is. It is. And I this was like this was not like a holiday classic for me. Like I feel like it was for like a lot of people our age, but I had definitely seen it before. And then so I watched it again the other day. It's one of those movies you go back and you realize, like, wow, there are a lot of adult jokes in this. <laughs> and also, I love, I think Max is my favorite character. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the dog. Because he is like, he is looking out for the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to make the Grinch a good person, which I'm like, you go, Max. <laughs> well, I'm in a camp that grew up watching this movie regardless of how you felt about it every Christmas. We watched it all the time. My family mm -hmm. loved it. We had it on DVD. Even came with like the sing-along version of the songs. Oh my gosh, that's a amazing. Little Faith Hill music video at the end. Like everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen that's it so many hilarious. times. <laughs> uh. Well, for all of you who are ready, let's go behind the wardrobe. We have director Ron Howard... Forgot Ron okay. Howard had directed this. <laughs> I did not actually know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because this does not feel like a Ron Howard movie. But then we also have costume designer Rita Ryak, who got an Oscar nomination for uh, this film. Oh, wow. You will also know her work from Apollo 13, Casino, Rush Hour 2, A Beautiful Mind, the Cat in the Hat, yes. Char <laughs> Charlotte's Web, Hairspray, which we have to do that at some point. Uh, uh, you don't like it? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I do love The Cat in the Hat. That movie is amazing. I haven't seen that movie. Okay. Well, we'll do The Cat in the Hat if we do Hairspray. No, vice versa. Okay. I'll do Hairspray if you do Cat in the Hat. Okay. Okay. Uh, we also have, she also did Rock of Ages and the Smurfs, the first and second movie. Oh, nice. So she, I feel like she's like, ooh, she went from doing like kind of like action y, like historical slash contemporary into like being like a goofy costume costume designer which i think is really funny yeah she has the range rita does she does she does i have to see if she's on instagram because she is like a very fun dresser <laughs> like when you see her like at events and stuff i'm like that's fun i like that she has like betsy johnson vibes <laughs> i love that i don't think she does have an instagram i believe i've tried to follow her before but if I'm wrong, Rita, we're going to follow you after this. So Yes, yes. And most of our behind-the-scenes wardrobe facts are baked into the episode, but she did say to the Los Angeles Times, working on The Grinch, it was challenging, but in a way, it was great to let my imagination flow. T-shirts and jeans can be more challenging. <laughs> so she was like, yeah, obviously this was a challenging movie, and... When she was talking to the Los Angeles Times, it's when she was working on Rush Hour 2. Wow. So she was costuming a lot of t-shirts and jeans. And she was like, you know, that can be even harder than just letting your imagination run wild. Right. Oh, my gosh. I love Rush Hour 2. I think I'm a big Rita Ryak fan. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. <laughs> uh, but everybody, get your hot chocolate, get some cookies, and then settle in for Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Chris 
How the Grinch Stole Christmas <laughs> when we return. Yeah. I forgot the title for a hot second. <laughs> Go check on your Whoville hash. Take it out of oven. It's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blogcast listeners, it's Elizabeth Joy Glass, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume Blogcast. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all your support. If you wanted to continue your support, you can now become one of our costume mavens when you become our patron at patreon.com slash the art of costume. There we post unheard bloopers, highlights, and you can even catch our monthly bonus episodes for patrons only. Make sure to check out the description for a link to our Patreon. to go do prancing around whoville prancing around whoville <laughs> would take a vacation here <laughs> you would live here let's all be real yeah i would i absolutely would and <laughs> you know for the grinch you know almost everyone in this film is wearing a prosthetic the costumes are wild and for the hair makeup and wardrobe department it was a tall order to do this movie. Yeah. And like this is this is 22 years ago. So like it was really a tall order to do this film and you know emerging technology they used to its fullest potential. This opening scene is CGI. Is they it made really? Yeah, they made CGI who's uh you can tell it mostly with like because I knew that I'd done my research and then like watched the movie. And you can kind of tell it with that who in the lower uh, right hand corner who's like throwing the presents. Oh, wow. You can tell it the most with that one. Wow. That could have fooled me. You know? Yeah, it's really good. I think because it's they don't try to be very like detail oriented with them, I guess that it works out the most. But I thought that was so interesting because they were like. You know, it's a lot of like all the prosthetics, the costumes, like it's this not easy or quick. <laughs> so for for this scene where there's so many of them, they were like, okay, let's just CGI this. Yeah. We got to give hair and makeup a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the the makeup, the gentleman who did the makeup, I'm forgetting his name. I'm sorry, but he he this was a hard film for him. Right. <laughs> I believe they won the Cami Award, actually, the prosthetics team. I think they did. And he's gone on to do other, I think, award winning. Oh, I'm sure. They're like, that's the Grinch guy. Get yeah. him on get him on board. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about Whoville is like it does very much feel like a real place. And Rita said to the Los Angeles Times that the studio they wanted a Who in a workout outfit. 
who has a soccer mom. I suppose you can't really ignore the studio, but I didn't do any of that. (laughs) So she was like, that's what they wanted, but that's not what happened because the Who's have a very specific society. Yeah. The the Who's are not playing soccer. (laughs) They're not playing soccer. They're like practicing their gift wrapping. They have gift wrapping classes. Like, come on. They probably have like gift wrapping leagues, you know, like little league for gift wrapping. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> side note, I, I'm like, I have to break down my like Pinterest board for the holidays, create a whole new board for <laughs> Halloween, its own separate board for Halloween, because I'm like, I think I need a section in my Pinterest board just for gift wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> you are intense. <laughs> I'm the person who gets my gift wrap like the day before I need to give someone a gift, you know? <laughs> hey, how many places can you learn how to gift wrap a teddy bear? Very yeah. few. Pinterest knows. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the citizens of Whoville. We're looking at a bunch of pictures of them now. I always loved the teacher. She has a yes. incredible look. The fabric on her suit is just, or maybe it's a dress. I can't tell. Suit dress. Um, I, I think it's a, a skirt suit ensemble. Right. The textile is so pretty with like this like I don't know, mauve looking purple textile on it with the shawl around her. It's like a really intense Swiss dot fabric almost. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's like what it reminds me of. Um, But she's always one of my favorites. And it's like, I love this like pseudo 60s feel (laughs) all the who's have because they're very idyllic society Um, but a lot her mom in this opening scenes though kind of takes the cake uh, with her like her robe that's just all Christmas colors and then the little it's accented perfectly with those peppermint like hair rollers (laughs) she has and Molly Shannon does not look like Molly Shannon in this film at all she really Mm -mm. gets lost under the prosthetics it's so cool it's well I forget how many like really famous people are in this movie and you just have no idea (laughs) no you don't um and we also have the postal department which I'm like beautiful like their their costumes are just beautiful. Yeah, it's you could tell like the fabrics are just so soft and keeping them nice and bundled up and warm. Even though I believe this was shot mostly in Universal Studios, so it's probably mm. probably not very cold outside when they shot this. No, <laughs> but you wouldn't not. be able to tell. You know, it feels like this is filmed in the straight Arctic. Yeah, absolutely. But talking more about the Who's to Los Angeles Times. Uh, Ryak said, I thought since the Who's spend their whole year preparing for Christmas, everything would be made by hand. So to achieve this, Rita did something very unique. She uh, went to Brookside Elementary School in (laughs) Ventura County's Oak Park um, (laughs) to enlist some second graders to create like presents, gingerbread men stars to embellish costumes uh she said anything that looks crude and has lots of macaroni and glitter they made i love that that's so (laughs) funny it's almost like rita watched priscilla queen the desert and heard about the prisoners costumes that she was like 
well, we could, you know, change it around a little bit. Maybe Get second, some graders. second graders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, that's brilliant too. Cause second graders like have like sufficient motor skills to not like, you don't need to like watch a second grader 24 <laughs> seven. Like they're not going to cut their fingers off, but also they're still like, they don't have like a uh, good eye for detail either. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I love that. But, that is one of like the really unique things about this movie is like they just have stuff stuck to their costumes. Like the one one of the Grinch's moms, she literally has like a shrug that's covered in these fake Christmas cookies. <laughs> and she has Christmas cookies in her hair too, just everything. Yeah. Everything 100%. Um also have to say their Christmas party at the beginning when they're telling oh, the story man. of how the Grinch came, like went dropping all the keys into the fishbowl. Yeah. That's Elizabeth's, uh, <laughs> jam right there. I, <laughs> I was just like, kind of party. I was like, this is hilarious. This is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> this movie is so funny. It's so um, wild. Yeah. All the accessories are so fun to look at. They're all like unique. Um, every single character you look at, there's not one character that looks the same. No, absolutely not. And according to the Los Angeles Times, you know, there were a lot of like knit pieces in this. So uh, Rita enlisted the help of New York designer Maria Ficalora and L.A. designer Suzanne Cousins who ended up making 250 knit pieces for the film. Wow. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But you can see it because I went into this and like it, this movie is so beautifully coordinated. Like they don't pop out to you right away. And then when I was like looking back through pictures and stuff, I'm like, oh gosh, they do have a lot of like sweaters and scarves and like knit gloves. Like... It's all over the place. Yeah, no, the sweater game in this film is crazy strong. And they even have like matching scarves, too, that goes with the sweaters often. Mm -hmm. uh, so good. It just that's like one of the best parts of this film is just trying to pick people out in a crowd. And there's just so many yeah. of them. So every time you watch this movie, you see something different. Yes. I love the one who who has like the Christmas sweater, but with this like music Oh, like yeah. detail on it like she's not like a character she's just like one of the people in the crowd but like wear, i love i would wear that sweater you would wear the hell out of that sweater yeah i would <laughs> and i love that the guy that that who you're talking about she's holding on to this old guy who's mm -hmm. clearly wearing like you know those cheesy blazers that people get from target yes. every christmas i'm like do not buy those please yeah. and he, he's going full in <laughs> i will say about those like christmas blazers and suits it's really hard to find a good one yeah that's that's a that's a high order right there but this guy's pulling it off you know he, he is. has he has the cowboy christmas hat and lots of bows and he he's holding on to the girl with the music sweater so he's pretty set up here he is he is he's enjoying <laughs> his life who's not enjoying life so much as poor little cindy lou who no she's wondering where christmas is at yeah which I, why can't she find it yeah why has it gone away 
Because she realizes Christmas in a lot of ways is ruled by capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sorry, Sydney. Uh, Hey, at least she's learning it young. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think I'm in my Sydney Lou stage right now, actually. (laughs) That's fair. Even I struggle with that. (laughs) Um, but Sydney Lou who has some killer looks in this film. She's quite the fashion queen, actually. God, what's your favorite Sydney Lou who look? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I really like her her like who hoovelation with like the the really cute like um cape, the red cape with like the white detail. With and like her the little hot chocolate fascinator. With the hot chocolate, yeah. <laughs> I, th- so I think cute. that's my favorite. Um, but she's a lot of good ones. And this brought back a memory I had forgotten about. This elementary school I went to, we every year for Dr. Seuss Day, there was like a huge, huge party. And like you were allowed to dress up, and like we did all this fun stuff. Um but I dressed up as Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> of course. When I was in of first course. <laughs> when I was in first grade. Cause I for whatever reason, I think that's the only year I actually remember dressing up. I don't know if any other grades actually dressed up now that I think about it. It also like petered out over the years. Elizabeth's mom, you know what to do. Well, <laughs> one of my sister's friends, the high school had done, I think, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as like the school play the okay. year before or something. And I don't know why, but my fi- my sister's friend had stayed over that night and she like did my hair with like pipe cleaners and like made my hair all crazy. And this I was so cute. I had a like white nightgown with like a little like red bow and I, I won the costume. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> she never looked back and now I she's never looked back. <laughs> a serious costume podcast host. No, I, I need to see if my I mom has picture. that picture. Yeah, it's me and someone who ended up being one of my best friends in elementary school. We because I, I think there were like two places or we tied or something, but it was the two of us because we both looked amazing. Right. Oh, amazing. I, yeah. I'll ask my mom. <laughs> Yeah, Elizabeth's mom, I need it. Um, I think my favorite Cindy Lou Who look is actually, it's a more uh, low-key one. It's when she's staying up at night singing out the window to the Christmas gods or whatever. But it's just like such a cute little like night look. Like her hair is still up and looking right. But then she Mm -hmm. just has like this cute little like pom-pom collar look. It's just like, that's such a cute look. I feel like if it was done for like older people too it'd still be cute too you know it's a cute look i mean this is what my future child is gonna look like um for sure i do love cindy lou who's outfits especially this pink one because she i feel like all the other who's are almost exclusively wearing like quote-unquote christmas colors but she has like a lot of pink in her wardrobe and like that like that gray coat we first see her in yeah. Kind of like, okay, she's not all about the Christmas. She's more about what it means. So I feel like that's a nice little like deviation for right. and in that her coat, costume. Actually, the coat gives me like more of a blue vibe to me. Like I feel like she's, yeah. you're right. She's not afraid to really get out of the Christmas palette because she does have her own personality. She doesn't want her personality to be Christmas driven like every yes. other insane person in this town. 
You know? <laughs> she cares about people. She's a very caring who. Yeah. So touching. So touching. Uh, not as touching is uh, when she's doing her little <laughs> investigation, her investigative reporting on the Grinch. You're eight years old and you have a beard. Beer? That's so sad. Um, but I did love the school uniforms, these sailor looks. Yeah, those are good looks. Such a good look. It works on everybody. Uh, yeah, the sailor looks so good. Uh, yeah. Martha May Huvier, of course, is like the fashion icon of the school. Yes. You can already tell she's the it girl. Her look. I mean, she's just carrying the school on her back. The gloves, the pearl necklace, the hair. <laughs> she's like, yes, I will be the one who to rule the fashion scene here. <laughs> The one who who to rule them all. The uh, one who to rule them all, yes. Yeah, I mean, she even has like the big petticoat underneath. Like, I don't know if anyone else has that. She's just like clearly uh, dressed it up. I think she has the biggest petticoat of any of the girls. For sure. In the scene. Um, then the Grinch, you know, he's not looking too great. Um, mm -hmm. He's a cutie, though. <laughs> <laughs> you would definitely be in love with the Grinch. That's how good your Christmas spirit is. He didn't deserve the life he got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Grinch. I love eight-year-old baby Grinch. Like, they did that, like, age down so perfectly. Right. Oh, but Spencer, after a little, a little school, are you ready to finish out How the Grinch Stole Christmas? I'm ready. Let's take a little break and try to shave our beards. <laughs> Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> Hi, this is Dan, audio engineer of the Blogcast, here to let you know that if you wanted to support the show, you can head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome TeePublic merch with the Blogcast logo. We have shirts, sweaters, coffee mugs, stickers, and of course, a baby onesie. Thank you for all of your support. into it i am so ready we got martha may huvier played by just the brilliant christine baranski spencer she's one of your favorites this is where my christine baranski crush began at the young age of whenever i was i first saw the grinch until now i've just been obsessed with her christine baranski is the it girl she looks so good Every single look she's serving, she's giving costumes, she's giving fashion elegance, she's giving like royalty, bombshell. She has just like the most like old Hollywood style yes. of all the who's. I mean, from here all the way up to Gilded Age, it hasn't changed. I'm just always like Christine Baranski. No. You know, Mama Mia. Whew. 
forever, forever a style icon. Um, Gotta say, though, that first look, that like Mrs. Claus, Santa Claus look we see her in at first. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. That look should be in a museum if it's not already. It is. She comes out. She mounts that like big old Christmas light machine gun. <laughs> Wild. It's just so good. Wild. And, and her silhouettes are always like similar to everyone else's, but they're just like bigger. You know, they're, there's always more, more elegant. More. Yeah. They're more elegant. Very old Hollywood glamour. Um, one of my favorite looks of hers is though when they all come out in like their robes and she has this beautiful like ice blue rope with like this like insane white furry trim. <laughs> it is insane. She looks like, I don't know, just like a beautiful angel just walking across the snow. Yeah. Um, she's given like very like elven queen like vibes, you know, as she's like steps out amongst all the who's. She's not a regular who. She's a cool who. She is. She is. Uh, especially during the whovelation <laughs> ceremony. Oh my gosh. This is like the ultimate Christmas look. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved this look when I was like, at the same time, I used to always think it was like giving a strawberry look because like the bodice has like red and then it almost the little looks like dots. Yeah. Yeah. The dots look like seeds that go into the green. I know it's not, but that's something that just always sticks out to me. <laughs> My goodness. I, I love it. She, she looks like, like a Christmas tree almost like she just does. the matching shrug. The, I think those are like velvet gloves the like the jewelry which is ridiculous and the fact that her hair is styled into little presents come on that is like the best part her hair is like a full-on christmas tree yeah Um, and her jewelry it just looks like so expensive i don't know if it's like costume jewelry or real jewelry jewelry. (laughs) probably but it looks like expensive um she looks rich even if she's standing next to that dork of a mayor who i don't gosh every time he speaks it's like nails on the chalkboard but martha may huvier the fires of love so cute but something uh not as cute character <laughs> we have the grinch and his many fashion moments uh, <laughs> rita says in the los angeles times about the grinch's uh wardrobe i wanted everything to look like he made it out of materials from his cave <laughs> which you succeeded you succeeded especially with that first uh brown robe he wears into town oh yeah it's just like some dirty blanket that he found and maybe like stitched together to make like a star wars jedi Mm -hmm. robe you know i will say the grinch is very mechanically intelligent so yeah he knows all sorts of contraptions he can he can sew together a, a robe like that one sexy nightgown he wears with the like black mesh and the satin. <laughs> that's that's definitely one of the reject Christmas uh, gifts yeah. he got. Yeah, that's definitely lingerie, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I love though, it's such an iconic look is his um oh my gosh, what do you call it? Later hosen? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And so I'd forgotten how he got them too. 
straight up robs a who. Yeah, he robs a who on the mountain who's yodeling on the top of, you know, the mountain. And it works perfectly. I it mean, does. it's I don't know how she came up with this idea, but it worked. I don't know if it was a script moment, but it worked perfectly for the Grinch. It worked perfectly. It's like the yellow is perfect. The green, like the green, like leafy detail perfectly, like complements his fur tone. Um, <laughs> and also it like complements his like Grinch body too, because it's very yeah. like dad bod, which is what makes the Grinch so like Grinchy, I guess. So the later Hosen really accentuates all of his Grinchiness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's one outfit I had forgotten about. Which is his test dummy <laughs> ensemble. I was like, dude, you are busy. You are a busy, busy Grinch. Yeah, he has nothing else to do. Of course he has like a test dummy look. <laughs> it's clearly like sewn, like put together by himself too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what is not put together by himself, though, is the sweater his mom's made for him. <laughs> uh, Suzanne Cousins talked to the Los Angeles Times about this sweater. She said, I did hundreds of designs for that sweater. I wanted something that the Grinch would find offensive, but that he would grudgingly wear that's so funny yeah it is offensive to the Grinch for sure <laughs> it's yeah it's so cute it's so funny uh she also said about this look the Grinch has a lot to do do with what I do the asymmetrical lines bright colors bold designs have a real Scandinavian influence and I'm like you know what? This movie does have a little bit of that Scandinavian influence. Yeah, I see it. Which is not something you would think of at first, but it definitely has that. Yeah, yeah I definitely see that. Um, I love that sweater. That's just like a, such a classic, such a classic piece. Everyone knows it. Yeah. But it's also like it looks good on him, too, against the green fur and that hair piece he's wearing you know he's looking like the may queen right now yeah the crown the <laughs> crown is so good i love that crown <laughs> i'm just always so fascinated with the grinch look too i think it was jim carrey who i believe he said that it basically was like was like torture putting all this on all the time it was a real yeah intense process becoming the grinch every single day and being stuck in this look every day so it's really amazing that all came together the way it did it was. It took hours and hours to get him in and out of his costume and prosthetics. Um, Ron Howard actually dressed up as the Grinch one day. Oh, yeah. Just to see what it was like. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is this is hard. Uh, but the Grinch's uh, suit was made of spandex, like a spandex bodysuit and yak hair. Oh, wow. So it was like shedding all the time. It was hot. Uh, Rita said to the Los Angeles Times, I thought they should have given him two springing hairs. I didn't expect that architecture. <laughs> yeah. So she was like not super yeah. happy. She's thinking of the cartoon where his hair just like splits at the top and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. She she wasn't super happy. It shed a lot. It was hot. She was like, it was just difficult to like work with. Yeah. But like it created such an iconic look 
And then once he like puts his Santa hat and like Santa jacket on, he just looks like so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's perfect. That actually is like his best costume too. And like something about too is so Grinchy too, where it is like, you know, a jolly Santa costume, but has an edge to it. Like yeah. the fur is a bit more like matted. And mm-hmm. especially like the hat has like a little bit more of an edge to where he's he's creepy. He's not the real Santa. No. Yeah. Uh, it's like the fur's not quite like floofy enough. I feel like his jacket is cut like kind of on the slim side. Like you'd expect it to have a little more like room. The belt is obnoxiously large. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to keep all that bod in that little yeah. Santa suit, you know. <laughs> but it is brilliant. It's what we end on with how the Grinch stole Christmas, Spencer. Oh, what a good one! It's a classic. There's just it is. so much. I mean, we could talk for hours about every single costume in this film. There's so yeah. many, which is why she was nominated for an Oscar. Absolutely. I wonder what it was nominated against. Ooh, I don't know. Let me look that up real quick. Um, wow, it was actually a really packed year. The year <laughs> the Grinch was nominated. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes. There was Quills by Jacqueline West. <gasps> I heard that's a good one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Rita, of course. This was the year Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon came out Ooh. by Tim Yip. Uh, 102 Dalmatians by Anthony Powell. So, oh. And then the winner was Gladiator by Janty Yates. Oh. Yeah. Which I've that s- was a packed year. <laughs> it was a packed year. I've never seen Gladiator still. It's good. Uh, I saw it for the first time a couple years ago. It's good. It has a sad ending, but it's good. Well, maybe we'll add it to the list someday. You know we love some Janty Yates. Um, yeah. And with that, Elizabeth, let's play our favorite game. Yes. The one costume to rule them all. Spencer, what was your one costume to rule them all? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you have one? I mean, basically anything Martha May Houvier wears, I picked her blue nightgown. But mostly Aww. because I thought you were going to pick her red Santa look. So I feel uh, I don't know what you're going to pick. So I went with the blue nightgown look. It's so beautiful. I just <laughs> love watching her just like glide across the snow. Um, the blue and the white just like merge so beautifully with the snow. Just so angelic. Christine Bransky, I love you. Please DM us. <laughs> That is a great one. I do love that look. However, I chose her hoovelation uh, <laughs> gown that you said looks like a strawberry. It gives strawberry um, vibes. It's still beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. I feel like it's like it says everything like the Who's believe Christmas is about. Um, but it's still elegant and fun and just Martha May Huvier to the very end. Seriously, <laughs> that she needs like her own spinoff movie. Can we talk to Ron Howard about that? That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I'm I want to know what her life was like between the Grinch leaving and coming back. 
Right. Because, like, she's clearly always been in love with the Grinch, but, like, he disappeared. <laughs> he straight up disappeared, and she didn't know what to do. Oh, my god! And she has this foolish man thinking, like, he, like, has some sort of weird right to her. <laughs> some, like, weird, like, sad drama movie with Christine Baranski. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd have to be, like, a younger Christine Baranski. I don't know. Maybe we could do, like, a like a Christine Baranski talking about her life, you know? And there's, like... You know, like Anya Taylor Joy playing Martha <gasps> an May. An, an animated feature. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just Christine Brodansky's voice. Yes, I love that. Anyways, this was so much fun. I love this movie. I'm so glad we watched it. Me too. Me too. Uh, if you have a different one costume to rule them all, because honestly, this movie is packed with them. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 626-515-1826. Uh, maybe we'll play it at the beginning of next week's episode. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod. TikTok at The Art of Costume. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Patreon for some bonus episodes at patreon.com slash The Art of Costume. You know, the holidays are coming up and we'll be taking some breaks. So you have some bonus episodes that keep you busy through the holidays. Um, and don't forget to head to our merch store and get yourself a hoodie at theartofcostume.com slash pod store. And as always, leave us a five-star text review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Those really help. (laughs) So, Elizabeth, what are we doing next? So, next week is Thanksgiving. So, we are taking a little breaky break, everybody. But, Spencer, I am really excited for our next movie, which I have not seen yet. And it is? It is Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Oh. It is a Netflix original, everybody, (laughs) so get to it. I've never seen it, but I've heard it is incredible in terms of costuming. So get out there and watch it. It looks visually stunning. I I don't know why I haven't seen it yet, because I remember when it came out and everybody like talking about it and being like, oh, it's so good. And I put it on my Netflix list. And then I don't know why I didn't watch it. So I'm really excited to watch it now. Right. I do like one new Christmas movie a year. Last year was holiday. So this year will be Jingle Jangle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, everybody get ready. Settle, you know, make some hot chocolate if you're 21 and up or whatever the drinking age is in your country and up. <laughs> Maybe put a little peppermint schnapps in it. Yeah. That's my holiday for sure. tip for you. Elizabeth's already done that during this recording. <laughs> Not during this recording, but maybe next week. (laughs) (laughs) I have to make sure I have peppermint schnapps first. (laughs) Thank you all for listening and have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see you in two weeks. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, 
head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. I am so ready. We got Martha May Huvier, played by just the brilliant Christine Bernowski. Baranski. Baranski. Oops. Played by the incredible Christine Bern- <laughs> Baranski. Christine Baranski. Baranski. Why am I struggling with this? Baranski. I don't know. <laughs> Played by Christine Bernanski. 